Hello, Steelers fans. Welcome to this latest edition of the All Steelers Talk Midweek Report. I'm your host, Stephen Thompson. And we are here to run down the week that was in Steelers football and the week that is still to come. No shortage of news. We'll usually do, um, and like everyone has been talking about throughout this week, uh, we start with Kenny Pickett's injury. Uh, Two concussions sustained in the past eight weeks, the latest coming in the first quarter against the Ravens, or the first half against the Ravens. He, uh, you know, Mike Tomlin said this week that uh, his status for Sunday against Carolina is unknown. Uh, they're still working through the protocols. Kenny's got to, uh, as a full participant, um, if he wants to get back onto the field, in addition to clearing, he has to go through uh, it, it, to leave it to leave it in a few words before that he can take the field on Sunday uh, against the Panthers. He did practice today as a limited participant. Um, but in the meantime, Mitch Trubitsky and Mason Rudolph both split uh, first-team reps as they kind of prepare for for a potential game without Kenny as the starting quarterback. Um, it's a bit of an interesting dynamic. Uh, Mitch Trubitsky has been really left this entire year. Um, he hasn't really done much at all. Uh, and I think you could see uh, in the the things that Mitch said today in the locker room when he was uh, he's a little he's a little teased off uh, or PO'd by uh, getting dragged through the kind of you could call it a faux quarterback competition at training camp and then having to go through this thing again. I mean, you just look at what's uh, you look at the what he's done this season, uh, what he but more importantly what he hasn't done this season. Uh, this seems like they're setting him up for another kind of fake out of their opponent. Um, they're leading Mason on as a serious candidate to start when it doesn't really look like it's it's in the picture. Um, but according to Mike Tomlin, they're both both in the mix to in the fold to start uh, against Carolina. They'll they'll battle it out, and we'll see who uh, who is under center to start uh, that game. It's still up in the air. I mean, Kenny still could still could play too. So there there's a lot in- that will come to light uh, as we get closer to game time. Right now. There's not a lot, uh, not a lot really to say, uh, other than the fact that Kenny did participate in practice today. He was in pads and he did throw, uh, but it does not sound like he did much. As uh, as go, we'll move to the rest of the team. Some other injuries to keep an eye on. Uh, Chris Wormley is on the IR. His season is is almost certainly over. Uh, he had surgery on his knee. Uh, he suffered that injury in the Ravens game. Um, yeah, Chris is Chris is done. Uh, We'll talk about how he kind of plays into some other moves that the Steelers made this week. Um, elsewhere, Cameron Sutton has what's described as kind of a neck stinger. Uh, he is was a limited participant today in practice. Uh, Pat Fryermuth has a foot injury, um, but he's expected to be fine. Mike Tomlin said they think he'll progress pretty well throughout the week and be just fine for Sunday. That's that's good news. He's been playing really well as of recently. Jack, uh, Miles Jack has a groin injury. Those guys did not participate uh, in practice. Those ones are considered, you know, real live injuries um, that they'll have to manage throughout the week. Uh, there's no, no, how they are uh, or what these guys' status will be uh, this weekend. Larry O uh, also has a toe injury. That's something that's been kind of nagging. Um, it's, 
hasn't kept him out of a game so far this year, but it's something he's been dealing with for the past few weeks. We'll see how that plays out. Um, it's kind of important if that, that Lario is there. Um, the Steelers are getting progressively thinner uh, along the front seven and that defensive line in particular. Um, we talked a little bit on our podcast earlier today, Noah and I, on the live stream about uh, the defensive line and about how TJ Watt kind of looks. He, he does not look like himself. It, he's clearly in pain, playing through that pain, but it's it's limiting his play, quite honestly. So, uh, you know, having Larry O in there is going to be really important. Uh, it seems like he's kind of in the same boat as Firemuth, where it's it is an injury, it is going to hold him back, but it uh, they expect him to progress pretty well uh, by the time the week is over. We move on to some other moves that the Steelers made this week. Uh, they signed two men to their two players to their practice squad. The first is a familiar face, Ola Adonai. He's an outside linebacker who comes to them by way of Tennessee, a uh, former practice squad guy. A few years ago, he was a, a preseason star. Um, people kind of thought he was the next big thing. Uh, maybe not next big thing, but next big thing as far as reserves go, but just someone who could be a contributor to this team um, in some kind of role, but it never really panned out. Um, so he's back. He was at the facility today, kind of a late arrival. I don't think he practice today he did show up a little late um but he was there he was spotted at the facility uh we'll wear number 54 in your he is number 54 in your program um he he was pretty productive in tennessee as far as you know practice squad linebackers go uh he i believe had uh played in 19 games for the tennessee titans uh over the last two seasons two and a half sacks 24 tackles kind of as a reserve linebacker and a special teamer. Um, 32 games with the Steelers as an undrafted rookie out of Toledo. Uh, he was primarily a special teamer, recorded 25 tackles. I assume, you know, more of that just given the injuries that they have there. But um, he is – he was the first move they made. Uh, the Steelers also did add Jordan Marshall – uh, from the Jets practice squad, he is a second-year player out of uh, out of uh, Arkansas. Um, he's a bigger guy, um, a true kind of nose tackle. At least that's what he told me in the locker room when he got here. Um, uh, you know, at Arkansas in 34 games, 73, 73 tackles, 11.5 for loss, a sack and a half, two forced fumbles. Pretty productive guy. Um Played just four games last season as a rookie for the Jets. Um, seventy-six snaps and uh, on defense and one special team snaps. Snap uh, two tackles and a quarterback hit. Um, this is, if you believe Noah, um, if you believe what we talked about on the podcast earlier this week, just given where TJ is at, um, these guys seem like the ones that are basically coming in to replace him. Um, you know, it's not. You know, not directly. They won't be the ones taking first team snaps at all. But uh, these are the depth guys that are going to replace everyone who kind of has to get bumped up a spot. In theory, if TJ uh, does eventually get shut down, or if he has to take a more limited role this year, it's not something obviously. It's not something that the Steelers probably want to do either. But uh, given the way this season is gone, uh, given the way that uh, the Steelers are positioned in the playoff race, and just you know, given given the nature of TJ's injuries um, and the way he's kind of had to slow down because of those injuries, these these moves make sense. Um, these moves 
are important for depth and uh, they show that the Steelers do have a contingency contingency plan. Um, and I think shows that they're thinking towards the future a little bit. Um, that's and we can tie, tie this all together, bring it back full circle. Um, you know, how quickly the Steelers or how, uh, you know, how readily the Steelers are able to or willing to bring Kenny back kind of depends on severity of first and, and how he passes the protocols, but um, how much they think Kenny needs that work and how important this work is. But you've also got to think long term and you got to think about Kenny's health after two concussions in eight, eight weeks. That's not something to play around with. Um, Kenny, I think, is, is a similar. Uh, of a similar build, at least mentally as TJ, he doesn't want to be sitting on the sideline, especially if there's a chance that he could play, but um, you know, you don't play around with that kind of thing. Like I said, and the Steelers won't play around with that kind of thing. Um, you can have a concussion even when the symptoms aren't super apparent to you. Um, so even if Kenny is clamoring to play, uh, it will ultimately come down to the medical staff. I think um, they will not rush. Kenny back, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'd be willing to bet. Um, but we have a long way to go to figure out uh, how's Kenny, how Kenny is feeling, and how he's progressing, and how those those symptoms that he got from that concussion in the Ravens game, uh, how those kind of still affect him, and how they affect his work this week. Um, to use the Tomlinism, the per- per- participation will be their guide. So. Uh, really, the more Kenny works, the more optimistic you can be about his status for Sunday. That's really what we got right now. Uh, there's a lot to figure out over the rest of the week, um, and there will be a lot more to come. Follow us on all at allsteelers.com and at allsteelers on Twitter uh, to keep up with our latest news and the latest news surrounding this team, everything that's going to come out this week, uh, and I will check back with you all next week. Enjoy.